Good evening, good evening, good evening. We are back. It is the Ramen Movement. We're excited to have a guest this evening. Uh, it's the Ramen Crew. You know all of us, Miss Davette, CT, me, Brantley Taylor. Uh, proud to introduce Mrs. Nishan Wright. If you will, go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. Hi, um, my name is Nishan Wright. I am a business owner for, I have an online jewelry store. It's called Mommy's Closet by Margo. Um, we essentially have fashion jewelry for women as well as accessories. Um, and we've had it now. I've been running my business now for about four years. So, yeah. Good. Thank good. you for having me. Well, glad you are here. Miss Davette, what is new and improved? Hey, you like my new necklace that I, I got from Mommy's Closet by Margo. Ah! Doesn't she look amazing? She, oh, she does. She wears it very well. Thank you. Thank you. No, I can't come here and do the podcast without an earring. Right. So I had to get to my girl and make sure she took care <laughs> of me. I had to be all accessorized and fashioned out for today's presentation. Hey, you know, everything is great. God is good. So many wonderful opportunities. Just really excited about what the week holds. So, Absolutely. Yes, yes. Absolutely. CT, how are you? Good, bro. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing Great. well. Anything Great. new and improved? Man, you know, same old. Keep grinding. Uh, fat boy problems. Trying to expand horizons and different things. I think I'm about to start throwing videos out there like I did today. Uh, put that on uh, my Facebook and Instagram for fat boy problems. And um, actually got two um, reviews in this week. So oh, that's good. We got crew from when we had our meeting, and then before that, I had uh, Corner 16. Okay. So, <clears throat> be on the lookout probably about Wednesday or Thursday. We'll have another review out for another restaurant. Fantastic, yeah, fantastic. Wonderful. Wish y'all the best. Things are finally happening. We're glad to, to hear that for you, sir. Thanks. So, uh, let's dive right into it. Let's dive right into it. We're no, to... no, no. You do this every, every week. week. What's what is new going... with you, bro? Golly. Oh, well... <laughs> I'm glad you asked. <laughs> um, every, everything's going great. Uh, professionally, got a nice little promotion raised. You know, everything. But money, 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 money. On the money. business side of things, you know, it's when you're in health and wellness, it's mm -hmm. coming into the new year. Everybody's to start their new year, new me. So mm -hmm. trying to get some things together for that. Um, about to close on another house. We're excited about that. There's a little bit of hiccups, but, you know, like you said, God is faithful. Things are going to work out. Leaving it in his hands and letting him take care of it. But we're all excited. The kids are excited. Shout out to my son today, Brantley Taylor II. It's his birthday, so. Happy birthday to you. But, uh, yeah, everything is great. So, everybody's good. Let's get right into it. Um, So, speaking specifically on your topic, I believe it is organization correct and some of the the processes you use if you could share with us share with the listeners some things that maybe you've learned along the way or some new things that you're implementing we'd we'd love to hear about those well for instance i just hosted my first sipping shop um yesterday at my home um it was something that my husband and i uh, kind of conceived this thought to instead of us going out and just being a vendor at different uh area events we decided to just flip it and just have it where people come to us. Mm -hmm. uh, but we want to make it one of those things where it's an experience because that's what you want to give people, but you want to give them an intimate experience. And so we decided to come up with this um, thought and it was actually kind of genius in that um, people enjoyed it. They liked the fact that they had that intimate space to kind of do their thing in terms of looking at it, not feeling rushed. They were able to have wine, um, talk to other people and drink and eat. Um, and just socialize and just kick back, right? Um, but to prepare for something like that, it does take execution, it takes organization. And with jewelry, um, with me being an online store, when I prepare for events like this, I have to start planning ahead. So I typically have like a, a checklist that I normally take with me um, that just makes, it just, it just makes, on this checklist, it'll tell me all the things I need to bring with me. So, mm -hmm. you know, I may need a stapler. I may need tape. I may need um, business cards. I may need an extension cord. You know, things like that because you, you, I have a, a square stand that sometimes you have to charge that. It may run low, so you need mm -hmm. a, an extension cord to, you know, make sure you plug it in to some sort of power source so that you can continue to keep 
getting your customers in and out, right? So we use a checklist. Um, the other thing that I also do is I go through my inventory. I make sure that everything that I have matches what is on my website in terms of how many items do I have of one particular necklace or bracelet. Um, and then at that point, we set everything out. Um, we have a process and what we do and how we do that. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing that we also do is we um, make sure that we have enough food. Uh, obviously, we made sure we had enough wine, um, you know, everything that you need. Because, like I said, you, presentation is huge yes. when you're doing something like this. And people can tell when you've thrown it together. And people can also tell when it's been well thought out and and, and planned. Okay. Um. And so that was that's huge. The other thing that I also do is I build, um, everything into my Square app. So in, what I mean by that is I'm talking about the necklace. I have a picture of the necklace. I have the the name of the necklace. The price. If I have two of the same kind of earring but it's two different colors like a gray and a fuchsia that's literally broken down into the system so when i'm checking a customer out all i'm doing is hitting a button and it literally will tally it up and i can get a customer in and out quickly right right because you, i want that experience for them correct which leads to your tagline you have a nice tagline you go ahead and share it with everyone well your shopping experience just got better all right now and those are things so you talk about your um you and your husband conceived the idea it was there a time frame like did that take a while to put together this whole idea because it sounds fantastic and i know you have viable results that you can share as well it was actually a two-week turn time we he thought about it and he kept saying you need to plan it and i you know i kind of took a little bit of a I kind of drug my feet a little bit with it mm -hmm. um, because I was dealing with other things too. And so I finally honed in on it. And when I hone in on something, I'm going 110% with it. So we had balloons. I mean, we had, you know, curb appeal where people would know this is the right house. Um, you know, we made sure, like I said, we had uh, plenty of our uh, supplies, plates, forks, uh, utensils, all of that, wine, um, we went and got picked it all out, made sure we had, you know, dry, sweet, white, red, all of that just to be able to meet all of the different taste palettes that people would have. Um, and so all that's what we did and took that into consideration and we ended up having a good turnout. People enjoyed themselves and we're, we're getting a lot of buzz from it. Mm -hmm. um, more and more people are like, when are you having another one? Mm -hmm. um, and so we're planning that as we speak. Right, and you actually said, um, kind of off air, if you don't mind sharing, yeah, yeah. about how many new customers did that, you know, planning a week and, and planning ahead in this type of event, how many customers did that get for you? So we ended up having 13 transactions, um, and on 12 of them were brand new customers. One was one returning customer. Right. Which is David. Right. <laughs> because I am faithful, I am loyal, and I definitely love your product. So if anyone you. has not gone to the website or the website, please. It is www.mommiescloset.com, and that is mommies with a Y and an S um, at the end of mommy. Um, so it's mommiescloset.com. And again, it's everything on there is lead and nickel free. Um, it's fashion jewelry. We have accessories for women. We also have men's bracelets. Please check us out. And the scarves um, and the sunglasses. Yes. Um, we had brand new exclusive pieces there yesterday. And I did that because I wanted the people there to know that, hey, I'm thinking about you. So they had a chance to actually view it, get it before anybody else does. Nice. So... I will put the new items, which um, I don't think, I think we only have two scarves left. Okay. So I will put those on the website and I actually have an order coming in with more because so, I need to go ahead and re-up with the scarves because those were a hit. Right. Mm -hmm. um, especially, the season. With, especially with the weather changing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So I'm excited. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something very much to be excited about. Uh, CT David, do you have any questions? I do. So in respects to not only just the sip and shop, yeah. but we actually did our tax workshop back in January of this year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And at that time, I was super impressed with you because you came in with a huge binder <laughs> of all of your tax information. Uh, mm -hmm. 
So, you know, a lot of people will do look at saying, you know, preparing for an event. Yeah, two weeks and putting a lot of time into that. People don't understand. Not having that stapler at that business event is very impactful. It'll throw your, you know, whole thing off. If you're trying to clip information, it'll, you know, you've got to figure out a workaround. So that's super important to make sure that you almost put together the whole event in your mind, in your head, or actually physically put it together before anybody walks through the door in case you miss something. But going back to my comment before, the organization within your business, and you also said it, you have a process when it comes to setting up your jewelry. Yeah. A lot of people don't think about the process. They think they can just really just kind of throw it out there and it is what it is. So from your organization standpoint, walk you through, please. All right. So there's several different facets to it. So let's just talk about when I order stuff and it comes in. Um, when it comes in, we basically unpack it. Um, we're looking at to make sure that what I've asked for is what's in this box. Um, I literally weigh my jewelry. Mm -hmm. Um, I typically have a measurement of how long a necklace is, how heavy it feels. Mm -hmm. I put all that information on my website when I'm updating. So we go through the process of inspecting it. We go through the process of weighing it, sizing it, and pricing it at that point. Okay. I used to have, my mom and I, let me kind of give you a little bit of background. Because Mommy's Closet by Margot is loosely based off of my mother. And her name is Margarita. But because her name's too long, we just cut it and just said Margot. Mm -hmm. um, but this is pr pr you know, primarily because we both have a love for jewelry. Um, everything that you see, we handpicked that. Um, and we just wanted to share with, with everyone who likes to do the same thing we do, which is look good in our jewelry and wear different things and pieces with different outfits. Mm -hmm. But going back to that, um, when we get new pieces and we're going through the whole pricing and all that, we literally sit down like we're doing here and we're like, how much you think this should be based on quality based on how it feels how heavy it is things like that and we price according to that uh, we try to definitely make sure that we're thinking about our target market because that's important because you don't want to price yourself out um where you're not making any money or Britain. have a presence rather so that's what we do there um and at that point um we i load it onto the website and the and i'll indicate inventory and all of that um, so that's where we go with that. Now going back to the book that you saw. The book that you saw was kind of honestly just something I just started keeping track of because when I relaunched Mommy's Closet by Margot here in Tennessee, I um, gave myself a list of things I needed to do, like a to-do list. And one of those things uh, was to form the business here in the state of Tennessee. That's a process. And so I you know, wrote my, wrote my list out. I had to get an operating agreement. I had to get a business license. I had to set up um, a business account here. I had to provide proof of my LLC, my EIN number, all of that. And so in order to kind of have a hand where I can get to those things quick, I created a binder that has all of those things in it. Um, the other thing that I also do every month is I record my sales. Every month I have to uh, submit a, a, re a report to the state of Tennessee because they get their cut mm -hmm. off of anything that I sell to anyone who lives in the state of Tennessee. And so instead of me waiting until the end of the year to do that, I do it every month because I don't want to have to pay a big amount. Right because I'm a small business owner, so I want to be able to keep my expenses, try, well, at least try my best to keep them relatively low, not too high. Um, so I do that every month. And so when I submit that, I get a report, I print that report mm -hmm. and I put it in my binder. Um, so that way, if I have to go back and refer to it and provide it to my tax accountant, you know, we can go back and look for August 2018. Correct. This is what I did. This is what I submitted if there's a discrepancy because sometimes that, that happens. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing that I have in there is the vendors. When we order from our vendors, what that looks like. So I have, I have it broken down by year. That's why that binder is so thick. Um, the other thing I have in there is um, business contacts that I have made um, with people. So I have that in there as well. Um, 
when I renew my business license every year, I keep a fresh copy in there because if I have to go and pull it, it's right there. Instead of me tearing up the office, it's all in one central location. So when I came to the tax seminar, I brought all of that with me because I know there was things in there that I would need to refer to. Um, and that's what I bring with me because that also has in there our sales. But we also have it on Excel. That's where my mom comes in. She is a master at Excel and setting up spreadsheets. Mm -hmm. So we have tabs for each year, mm -hmm. what we spent in expenses, uh, when you plan for events, vendor opportunities, um, supplies even. Mm -hmm. um, so we have a tab for that. We have a tab for inventory. Mm -hmm. We have a tab for promo items. Promo items are, uh, I may give a, a bracelet, a men's bracelet to my husband. Well, we have a column for that mm -hmm. so that we know why we didn't make that much money by selling that bracelet because we gave one as promo sure. and promo is for promotional piece mm -hmm. right. right so if you know if people see him wearing that they're like oh where did you get it from please refer him to the website or there you yeah. go absolutely so we we keep account of all of these things um i even have a phone service for the business so when people call in um they're actually getting a professional greeting and then they, you know, I keep track of all of that because, again, that's an expense. Mm -hmm. um, so that's essentially what we do. And we, we use that when we're filing our taxes because when you're doing that, they're asking you line by line, what are you doing? What are you paying for your cell phone? What are you, mm -hmm. are you using, you know, what are you using for um, when you go out and have dinner and, mm -hmm. you're, and you're talking about your business? Do you have a receipt? We make copies of all our receipts as well. Right. And all of those are also in that fold, in that binder. Mm -hmm. um, and it's broken down by year. So, to answer your question, that is what I do. <laughs> and that, and <laughs> in terms of awesome. organizing. And that's awesome. And, and I, I applaud you in that respect because I don't think a lot of people are that diligent when it comes to their business. They don't treat their business like a business. They treat it like a hobby. They don't want to keep up with the receipts. They don't want to, you know, they just kind of, well, money comes in, and, and a lot of very wealthy business owners have been able to say the same thing. I don't know. Money just comes in. I just buy stuff as it's needed. But by the time you get audited or you really try to look at the bottom line and figure out when to give raises or, you know, bring on new staff members, if you don't have a system or anything in place that will show you why this is important, and then how can you validate what you're trying to do? Exactly. It has to make sense on the back end. Right. Now, is this a, a carryover from personal life or have you always, you know, have you always been this organized or is it something you knew that when you started a business, I have to change or I have to do some things different? I would say it's personal. I mean, I've always been organized. I mean, my garage is organized. Okay. I mean, mm -hmm. that's how I, <laughs> that's it's how I am. Thing, yeah. So, um, and I think, I think for me, with the business part and with jewelry, this is like a whole nother animal. So it's all, it's it can, it's easy not to. So I I do have a process that I stick to, mm -hmm. and and it it helps make things a whole lot easier behind the scenes that people don't see. Right. Um. So yeah, I've, I've always been like that. Yeah, it's a great skill to have, and you know, just an encouragement to any business owner. If these are skills you don't have, you know. Reach out to people, learn these skills, you know, use that time in your self-development, personal time, but also be willing to pay for those services because as David said, you know, if you get audited, you know, it's too late to be looking for things and how to find them. That's going to, you're under enough pressure just by getting audited. So thank you for that. We appreciate you dropping all this information. We're, um, we're glad to have you. We're going to change gears a little bit and we yeah. want your input as well on uh, CT segment. What do you have for us today, CT? Well, today we are going to talk about an article that I found uh, and it was an interview with Elon Musk. I hope, I don't know, I'm probably saying that wrong, but um, basically in this article, he is talking about how vacations kill you and how he basically stays in the office for work and he feels like that is what he owes as far as being a CEO if things aren't right. 
to his people that work for him because if they're doing all this for him, he doesn't feel like he needs to be off on a vacation. Um, and the question that I have with that is that, is this a, a healthy way to live as far as being a business owner? Because, yes, it's understandable for you to want to do better or want to be there if you have your workers working, but also that's what they're there for in my opinion, because you're paying them the money to do a job. That way it takes something off of your plate exactly. so you can do other things. So how do you feel about vacations and what do you feel their place is as far as in the business world? Oh, will you start with me? <laughs> What's a vacation? No, literally, I'm asking what is a vacation because I haven't seen one in probably at least... Seven to eight years. Well, that's fine. <laughs> and, mind you, I used to take great vacations. My mm -hmm. kids were the kids who were bored on cruise boats when they were 10 and 12 years old. Like, you know, we've gone out of the country. We've gone to the Nickelodeon Resort and, you know, uh, danced with boots and, <laughs> and SpongeBob. Right. So, yeah, I, I, I know what a vacation is. But also, I guess there's a part of it where I've created a life where I don't want to take a vacation from it. Now... Do I leave town? Occasionally. I do. If I can write it off on my taxes. Like, I will go to the convention that I can write off on my taxes. I will, you know, be mm -hmm. able to do that. There, There's a difference in the mindset, I think, of when it comes down to Elon may really be so absorbed in his work and his ideas and thoughts. Like, if I don't have my mouse with me to use my computer, mm -hmm. then I am, if I don't have my notebook with me to use my computer or um, to take down ideas and thoughts then I might as well have been on a vacation because I did not capture those thoughts, those ideas, the things that I really needed to grow my business. Right. And I felt like I wasn't doing any work. I have to come back. I have to remember, oh, this would be great for a meme or a post. And I forget it. So I can identify to a degree where he's saying, you know, I'm cool being in my office. And I, and I think more of the, the biggest thing is, is, in my opinion, what Eli is saying is what works for him. Mm -hmm. But it does work for a lot of business owners because we are cool being in our office. We are cool working and having conversations. Even in respects to Nishan sipping shop yesterday, we spent, after we shopped, we spent another two hours talking about business, strategy, yeah. think tank, mm -hmm. ideas. Like, hey, Nishan, I think you should do this for your business. Yeah. Hey, Jasmine, I th when you have that business mindset and you don't want to turn it off, it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. And I think what he's really saying in the respect of if it kills him, it really does take something tremendously out of him when he has to turn it off. There's been times where I have to go into social settings and people don't want to talk about business and it bothers me. Like, I don't want to talk about power. I don't want to talk about love and hip hop. I don't shout out Benzino. I had a good time with you on the boat the other day. Um, I don't want to talk about some of the random basic things I want to talk about that that kind of keeps the juices flowing right that helps to make you know and that also being in the right circle that means that I'm now going to make it to the next level I'm you know propelling that up mm -hmm. so even when you're by yourself I by myself at home I'm still looking up stuff that's like the braces I'm still looking up new workshops I'm listening to somebody mm -hmm. else's I'm looking at ideas and I am just as pleased with that as people are going to a football game. Yeah. So for me, a vacation would absolutely kill me because that would just be a waste of time and money. And it's, it's not making me any money. And at this, this stage in my life, it's not that I'm living for money, but there's so many goals and things that I want to accomplish that going on another boat, jumping on another plane doesn't ne necessarily satisfy me. Gotcha. So I'm, I, I come to his defense. I'll be the devil's advocate in that respect. I'm going to say that a vacation is very needed. Um, I look at it as a way to refresh yourself, you know, in terms of taking a break, kind of brainstorming and thinking of different um, ways on how you can make your business better for your customers. Um, so I think a vacation is definitely something you want to take when you have an opportunity. And now, and I know that the one struggle that business owners that we do have is having reliable staff. 
mm-hmm. and that having someone that you can rely on to ensure that things are being done when you're not present. So finding the right group of people to support you, I know can be challenging, but if you do have a good support system, utilize them. I think the one thing that I learned even before I went into business four years ago um, was how important delegation was because mm-hmm. I always used to want to try to do everything myself and sometimes I still do and I know, <laughs> I'm slapping my hand because yeah. I already know that sometimes you can't and mm-hmm. you you have to give things to someone else to do to help you because that will help you be even more effective. So I do have a, a small little staff that does help me when I do events because I need it. Right. I mean, I can't do all of that. Like yesterday's event, I'm grateful my husband was there because I was about to pull the little bit of hair that I do have on my head out because I just want things to be, I want my presentation to be on point. Mm-hmm. And I want, like I said, my customers to have that experience. Yep. And so if that means I need to have an assistant or a staff to help me, we have that. Right. And your hair look good, girl. Looks Thank beautiful. you. Thank you. <laughs> Shout out to Kathy Humphrey. That is my hairstylist. All right. Right now. here You're in all about helping business owners. Yes. So I will say that the vacations um, are necessary. Yeah. Um, because I put, so, and I'm kind of in the middle. I'm in, still in the employee quadrant trying to work my way into the business owner quadrant. So I spend a lot of time on business and working and those times are for relaxation recharging and giving my family my undivided attention because it is fractured throughout all these other spaces and i have learned that you know it's hard to find it but there is truly a work-life balance but there are times where you know i'll get up before everybody else and do small things so i guess technically it's not a complete you know put everything on hold um and i'm and i'm also i guess of the mindset that that for your health because you can't keep adding stuff on and never decompressing so that's what i use the vacations for um so i'm gonna have to disagree that's that's where you know i'm gonna stab because i don't think they're killed by because i think so many people now wish i had the numbers you know are not using vacation and they're getting sick and they're they're they're, they're not sacrificing their life for somebody that would if they died at work they would clock them out before they called 911 you know it's it's kind of you know on that side from an employee standpoint but as a CEO you know i guess i haven't matured to that level and that's something maybe i need to work toward to to and Gary V talks about loving the process that much where he doesn't need to you know, I love what I do so much that I don't I don't want to stop doing it, you know, to your point. And that, again, this is something I'm learning, you know. But, I, and but what I was going to say is I think what Davette has, she has the blend. And when I say the blend, that she can go out and do other things outside of the business aspect, but can also maneuver and put the business in when she needs to. Absolutely. She has come to a level of that and we'll see where you're going as far as learning how to do that because it is a a place where you have to have that perfect balance to be along that course because I understand he says in the article that he doesn't like to take vacations but he has to have some type of downtime and it may be that he just goes somewhere he sits by himself and just thinks about it and you know he finds a way of thinking of other routes for his business, maybe. Yeah, that's the And point. that's, to him, to him, that's his relaxation. Yeah, I mean, and, and I think that's a learned habit. Um, sorry. I think that's a learned habit, but that's a plane. That's literally, as I'm going from L.A. to New York, then I'm on the plane, and maybe I close my eyes. You know, maybe I start thinking, maybe I just converse with somebody randomly who doesn't know me or what I do. But, you know, there's a little bit of downtime. But it's not whereas most people see vacations. Now, think about it. As a business owner, think about it. Which of your businesses could sustain if you were not actively working in it for seven days? 
Right, not doing something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And if then now from the standpoint from Elon, if he took seven days off, maybe we can do a, a weekend or a day trip or what have you. But at every point, all of us are going to pick up our computer. Yeah, we're gonna log back in. We're gonna check the website. We're gonna send an email. Through my phone. You don't need to share the phone right now. Yeah. But you know that's that's just the part of it. Yeah. So the idea of vacation is people like I don't clock in. I don't talk to employees or go to work or talk to anybody for seven days. You know, they don't ask me. Leave a pile on my desk. I'll get back to it. And if I can't get back to it, somebody else is there. That's like you said, that employee quadrant. Mm-hmm. No. I don't talk to my clients in seven days. They're going to try to find another advisor. Right. You know, that's one of those things where we have to be, sometimes, like you said, the language that we use and the employee quadrant is a lot different than what you would use in the CEO quadrant. And the, the reality of it is we still want to make money. And if we were on that vacation, if we're on that trip, we can still pull out our computer and work from the beach. Oh, right. and, and yeah. You know, so right. it doesn't... It's, it's a working vacation. It's a business. Right. You know, we go to a convention. We're getting some ideas and feedback from other people that's going to help. And we meet new people. You know, it, we eat wonderful food. Mm-hmm. We go to different places. And we get to write it off on our taxes. So, again, I don't know what a vacation is. Yeah, and I think the the freshness and creativity, like, is something yeah. that, that can't you can't get without breaking up the monotony. Exactly. Without, you know, getting out of that routine. And that's my biggest joy of vacation is zero schedule mm. there i don't have to be because you know how we run we always got to be somebody's got to sure. be somewhere and just that to have the the mindset of i'm gonna get up watch the sunrise and that you know creative thought time you know has you know fostered some great ideas but i, I believe i believe it's necessary so i guess in the terms of a vacation per se just you know, getting away from everything and everybody. I don't think it's possible in the information age. I think, like, something will draw you back into, this might be great for my business. This might be good Mm -hmm. for, especially with what you do and what you do and what you do. I mean, those are things, like, you're definitely going to try a new place when you go on vacation. Yeah, of course. It's going to be, I know. That's going to be at least two to three different places that I'm blogging about just because. Right. I'm in a new area. I don't know the restaurants here. So I'm trying to get a feel for what type of, especially if you're somewhere like at a beach or somewhere by the ocean because it's going to be all about seafood. So you want to try to find a great seafood spot. Then you want to go, if you run into somebody that's a local there, you want to ask them, yo, what place is it that you guys go to all the time? What's your go-to place? That way you can get a feel for the city that you're in but also get a feel for the food and give people an idea of what they're looking for. So, yeah, it's it's going to happen, but it's a time and place for everything, as we were all taught. So what, you would take the time to do that. And I think that that's the mindset you have to have at being a CEO or starting your own business is that you have to maneuver different as far as, okay, we're having fun. That's fine. But let me do this work, too, yeah. while I'm having this fun. Yeah. And that's the one thing that with what I do where I can go if we go on vacation. We can sit here and enjoy this meal and have a good time. But the whole time y'all eating, y'all just enjoying your food. Right. I'm sitting here thinking about, okay, how did they season this? Mm-hmm. Did they bring the food out in a timely manner? You almost don't turn off. Yeah. How does this, how, how is this and person? You do that three times a day. Yeah. <laughs> Every time yeah. you eat. <laughs> so does it come methodical, I guess, to the point where even vacation is not vacation? Yes, because okay. you can't turn off. So, so you start looking at people and literally saying, this person is just talking about they got arthritis. I have a product for that. This right. person is, oh, I see you're a little overweight or you might have eczema. And you start automatically connecting people with solutions. They look at us like we're greedy, but it's not that we're greedy. It's that you literally can't turn it off. I mean, you would literally look at somebody and say, no, David, you really should have got that other piece because that would have gone with this outfit a little bit better with the low-cut V. You know, various things. It's almost like, hmm, I almost, have you ever said, I want to just go and fix her whatever. (laughs) Because you can't turn it off, and that's what it is. It's our passion. So literally when they say you create a life that you don't need a vacation from, 
But I can I can really identify with Elon. It's like if I go out there and I talk to these people at the water cooler and they're talking about football, that is not beneficial. I've gone on vacations and have been bored and drunk three thousand dollars worth of liquor because I was <laughs> bored. I'm not playing. I'm not playing. <laughs> Because I was bored. I could have really been doing something more productive with that money. and So, you know, that's the other dynamic. Because when you get on these vacations, yeah, you might be getting away from the home and the family life. But then you just kind of feel sometimes you're just sitting there twiddling your thumb like, all right, well, what's going to happen next? Yeah. I don't know. I just look at it as the enjoyment, though. I think you need to enjoy your life. And I think that's why I Uh-oh. feel like it is important to have a vacation. So, yeah, I mean, you, you, you got to have to have that. You have to have that balance. I yeah. know for me, that's needed. So I, I, I need I need my vacation. That's all right, baby. That is all right. I, I, and I think it's just at varying degrees, like as <laughs> business owners, which I know it's a skill I need to work on is because, like you said, I've, I've felt that way in the beginning, like when I'm always listening for complainers. You know, and breaking conversations open like that, and you know, not always, you know, seeing the angles, but you have to see the angles. You're like you said earlier, uh, Nishan. You're in business to make money. It's yes, you're serving people. Yes, you're doing whatever it is you're doing, but you didn't go into business to just be nice. And so, I mean, I think that's more having the tenacity, mm-hmm. you know, to see those things and be able to. Link people with solutions. You know, we've switched from that to, I have this product. I don't, I'm not selling you a product. I'm selling you a solution. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they started it in the wireless industry with that. Like, we offer solutions. We don't, it's not a product. It's not a gadget. It's a solution. Like vision solutions. Yes. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) So, yeah, that's, that's, that's good. I mean, um, so any other thoughts on this or? That was it, man. I just wanted to present the question. I saw it. I was like, he's a pretty big guy out there in the world. Let's get your thoughts because if he's thinking that, what are we thinking as small business owners? Right. Because he has all the money in the world where he could just, you know what? I want to go a week. He could go away for like three months if he wanted to. Yeah, yeah. And actually, Robert Kiyosaki talks about that. That's the sign of a successful business. You should be able to walk away from it for two years, and it because it speaks to delegation. It should be mm-hmm. more valuable than when you left it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know he was the one behind PayPal. Which is why you have to. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the other part of it is Robert Kiyosaki may say that, but it also depends on your particular industry. Tech, you can't do that. You cannot walk away from tech in three months because PayPal is now Memo and Cash App and Zelle and everything else. He so, sold it. Yeah, but he would be in that. But yeah. that's why yeah. it's like right. knowing in tech and like he's trying to get to the moon and stuff now. Right. And even coming up with the Teslas, like you have to be quicker, smarter, faster because it changes. And the, the that's the one thing he was talking about. He, but he went on vacation for a week and something happened where Branson uh-huh. did something. Richard Branson. That he was would have been working on if he wasn't on vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And so, Virgin Mobile, the, Richard Branson, that also yeah. has gotten to go to, to space as well, or got um yeah. So Virgin you know, Air and they're all kind of working in that same right. realm, and the competition is heavy. They may be billionaires, but they still ain't Jeff Bezos. Right. Like right. you know, so there's still the do- There's a dollar amount that they're still trying to ascertain. Right. It's kind of off topic, but do you think, you know, like you said, they're not Jeff Bezos. Do you think they keep that number around? Do you think they're actively aware? Or do you think they're so focused in their passion that they just drive toward? Do you think the money is even an object to them now? Probably after a while, no. After a while, I think. I think it's more of a competitive spirit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think they're more locked in, like, I can't let this person be. Exactly. I want to be the first to do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to that, money's not going to be an issue for exactly. them because what they're going to do is like, well, we need this much to do it. Do it. Sure. Right. And they're not going to ask thing, any questions. Just do it. And a big thing that, you know, 
the wealthy and the fluent will say is, if I do the work and I do what I'm loving and I'm helping and I'm serving people, the money will come. Right. But, you know, being able to serve more people or being able to create a bigger widget, mm-hmm. anything that's going to, the money's just going to come with that. So it gets you excited about saying, what else can I do? What else can I do? It, you know, even we talk about retirement, you know, I talk about retirement a lot just from the nature of my business. But a lot of business owners, they're like, I have no desire to retire. I want to do this when I'm 80, 90 years old until my brain won't let me do it anymore. You know. But you have to have an exit strategy at some point in terms of when you get to that stage in your life. Mm-hmm. You do need to write. A succession plan. Right. Absolutely. You have to have a plan. You Absolutely. Can't, you know, so but, yeah. I think that's a little bit unrealistic not to. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I definitely believe there's a succession plan. Right. But the succession plan is like life insurance. Well, we buy life insurance. We don't expect, you know, we know that we're going to die when we're 80 years old. And they put this succession plan in. But meanwhile, you don't just stop living because you bought life insurance. You don't stop working on your business or, you know, thriving, like you said, having a competitive experience just because you have a succession plan. So, literally, it's kind of like in the back pocket. Yeah, but it's part of the planning, though. It is. It is part of the planning. You are absolutely right. You are absolutely right. But I think more effort is put on what's what's tomorrow gonna bring? Like, what else can we do? Like, come on, let's. Where's the where's the money? Where's the opportunity? All right, I did that. I I set up the will. I set up the trust. I have the succession plan. Cool, fine, whatever. Now, where's the money? What's the opportunity? What's the situation Mm -hmm. that we can do? And I think, like you, I think you hit the nail on the head. It's the competitive spirit, whether it's once one another. Or even within yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But do you, is there a fine line that you think like from where you'll never be? Because I think you can be content. You just don't have to get satisfied. I think a lot of people, you know, alluding back to the vacation thing. You know, a lot of people have become conditioned or satisfied where they are. And they think this is the way things have to go. And I think that's just a difference in mindset as well to get yeah. to that point where I don't need a vacation, like you said, because I love what I do. You know, the people that are stuck in jobs, they hate. And, but that, and that's the thing about it. They don't, people that are employees, and I'm still an employee, you don't love the job that you're doing. You're going to have nine out of ten people that will tell you, I don't love the job, but I do it because of this, or I do it because of that. There are those Few and far between uh, people who, oh my God, I love my job. I love, how can you love that job like that? <laughs> because that job, just like you pointed out, that job, as soon as something happens to you, mm-hmm. or let's say you get sick for a long time, they may have got you a short term disability. But if it turns into something longer than that short term disability, they're going to be looking at ways to get someone else in that position. And if it comes down to it, let me put this in this box for you. Let me walk you out this way. And it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like... Um, they put you on vacation. Yeah. Vacation. You get all yeah. the vacation you want at that point. It's right. like, I, um, I forget if it was in a movie or something, but they said... Uh, the character was looking uh, at the paper and he was looking in the obituaries. And the person comes by and said, why are, you, why are you looking at the obituaries? He said, I'm looking for work. Mm-hmm. And the reason he's looking for work is because he can see where these people have worked at. Oh, this position's open. Let me go apply for that job. Wow. And it's, it's kind of oh, dark to look at it that way, but it's the truth. Because as much as people, they will love you, and they'll say how much they love you, but after all that is done, very shortly afterwards, they're looking for somebody else to replace you. So, I mean, essentially, you could actually take this article as a call to action. Why have I not started my business? You know, if, why, why don't I think like this CEO? You know, this, I mean, even as we're sitting here, this is giving me pause to say, you know, you need to be moving toward that mindset to getting into something, you know, that you don't need to get away from that doesn't weigh you down, you know, with stress. And I think once you fall in love with the process, again, you'll, you know, never work a day in your life. And I think that's, you've achieved that. And to some extent, you know, getting out of 
anybody that's fully independent has, I believe, achieved that. And they would probably agree more with this article than... Oh, I'd love to have Brian on here because he'll tell you that that's one of his biggest things for him to say, I don't have to hear somebody tell me when I have to do anything. I do it when I want to do it. Oh, yes. Uh, that is- that's one of the biggest things he harped on. And he still... He does it till his day. He makes... He's like, I'm in control of what I work. I don't have to work with all these people. Yes. If I want to work with them, cool. If I don't, guess what? So, Deshaun, okay. did you start out with your business or were you working first and then... So, what? so when we started Mommy's Closet in 2015, I was still working a full-time job. This was just something that we decided to just run with it. It was conceived. Uh, the idea was conceived with my brother. My brother, honestly, is the person that went to... Uh, he went to, I think he went to Bermuda. Yeah, he went to Bermuda and he came back. And I was not in the best place at that time. I was just kind of a little depressed trying to figure out what route did I want to take. Mm-hmm. And he came home and he gave me this idea, which was Mommy's Closet. Cool. And that got me out of my depression. I wouldn't even say depression, but I was a little, you know. Yeah, you have to say you're down, down a little bit. Yeah. And it got me out of it because it gave me life, so Mm -hmm. to speak. And we just started to sit around like we are right now, just conceiving ideas. And it was born at that moment. And we went and started working, started doing the groundwork. And then I took it over from there. Um, But, uh, yeah, I was working a full-time job. um, And then I got married and moved here. And I wasn't working. It took me a minute to find a job and I was going crazy because I was so used to running. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boom, 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 and working. And as I was sitting trying to find my way, navigate my new life now, you know, I was, it was funny when we moved, my husband moved me here. He was like, Do you want to bring the jewelry in the house? And I'm like, Put it in storage. I don't want to. You know, I don't want to deal with that. And I remember reading an article about 50 black women that were entrepreneurs. And that's when God spoke to me and was like, you have a resource Mm -hmm. and you're sitting on it. Work it. Right. And the one thing that I had to kind of remind, I had to have a, a, a pep talk with myself because I had started stuff like Mary Kay, didn't finish it. I started Amway, didn't finish it. You know, I started, um, I can't remember, it'll come to me in a minute, but I started other things and I didn't finish it. Mm -hmm. And I had a talk with myself, like, you need to finish this. Like, you started it, finish it, own it. And that's when I got to work. Mm -hmm. And I just, I would get up in the middle of the night, three, four o'clock in the morning, ideas would come to me and I would just start typing. Mm -hmm. I started coming up with, you know, things that I wanted our business to look like, company colors, you know, what I... Just anything. And I just started getting to work. And I gave myself a a deadline. I wrote down the things that I needed to do. We relaunched in December of 2017. And we have been doing well ever since. And so during that time, no, I was not working. And then I, I you know, started working. Um, but then, you know, I was like, hate that job. Just, just, <laughs> yeah, just, I hated just it. Hate it, right? And walked, and that kept me going. Is mommy's closet? That was that was my baby, and I made sure I put it in, put in that work, and it just felt so good to see where we are now. And then when we did the women's expo, it was funny. My sister-in-law, she was working with me one day and, uh, during the expo, and she thought I worked for a company. Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Wow, I've never heard of this company before." And I was like, "Cause you haven't. It's mine. This, right. this." Oh, and she looked at me, and yes. she was like, "I'm impressed." Mm-hmm. She was like, "Nishan, you you doing the thing?" And you know, that's what that's what it that's what I'm doing it for because mm-hmm. I want to do my thing. I don't want to do anything for anybody else no more. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and it just felt good to finally finish it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. keep doing it. So. I, I tell anybody if if you feel in some kind of way, pick yourself up and keep moving, man. Because you are your biggest cheerleader. You. Absolutely. And of course, your support staff. You know mm-hmm. the people that you 
surround yourself with. I mean, if they're loving on you, pouring on you, take it, run with it. But give it back too. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Don't take it all for yourself. Give it back to them as well. But I have to say Knoxville has been good to me in terms of the response that we have been getting. Um, And we're continuing to grow. I mean, we're continuing to get our name out there. People are knowing about us. And that's what what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, you know, just... Getting in front of people. The Women's Expo was huge. It was the first time I had ever done something like that. But when I did it, I met so many people. They thought I had done that forever. Right. But I just took my time and I did the research. I prepped. Mm -hmm. And I made sure that if we're going to do this, we're going to do it right. And that's the one thing about when you're running a business, do it right. Do not take shortcuts. Mm -hmm. Do not take advantage of your audience which is your customers because they're going to they're going to know. Mm-hmm. They're right. going to know when you're taking shortcuts and when you're trying to insult their intelligence. Don't do it because all you're going to do is bury yourself. Right. Does that make sense? No. That's, perfect. Yeah, sense. that's that's awesome. great advice. Awesome. Thank and it, you. It's great because it aligns up with everything we've talked about in past shows, you know, overcoming fear, CEO mindset, um, in the systems you talk about like how you just work through them, uh, setting goals, you know, different topics. So we appreciate that because everything, you know, it lines up with what we want to do here. We're sharing this information. Hopefully, you know, this touches another business owner's ears and they can say, hey, I was encouraged by that show. So, you know, everybody out there, when you listen, check it, be sure to check us out on Spotify. Uh, we love doing this. We've, we've been at this almost a year and it's something yeah, that uh, we encourage each other. Just like yeah. you were talking about with the support system. I mean. Some, you know, some weeks we got to hold each other up. Yeah. But like you said, it's reciprocal, you know. Yeah. Whoever needs it, we all compliment each other. Nobody wants to be. And that's, you know, what's great about like this, this round table. There is no head. Everybody's a part of the same thing and we're moving forward. So with that being said, we always do this at the end. Um, we'd like you to just take some time and we're all going to go around and do it and just encourage somebody. Just leave some positive words. Okay. Who's going to start so I can get a, a feel for what... Oh, <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. As I always say, find your passion, live your passion, and succeed in your passion. Make sure you stay positive, focus on what you want to achieve, but also help your brother, help your sister, help somebody out there. Give that person an encouraging word. You never know who needs to hear. Good morning. You never know who needs to hear. Hey, it's going to be okay. You always have other people out there that may not even be on your radar, but for whatever reason, they are drawn to you and they get some type of positive energy off of you. So continue to be passionate as much as possible. Awesome. Awesome. So my my tidbit is the, the word can't. Stop using the word can't. These self-limiting beliefs, everything that you say you believe that you can or you cannot do, you're absolutely right. We have got to take that out of our vocabulary. We've got to take trying out. Trying only gives you an excuse to fail. Oh, well, I was just trying something. We really have to be able to embrace the I am, what I am doing, what I am committed to doing, what I get to do. I get to sit here with you guys every Saturday. That's a a Sunday. That is a blessing. You know, we should embrace that. I get to go to work. That means I get to have clients that I sit down with. Mm-hmm. I get to network. I get to go to a sipping shop. I get to do so many wonderful things. And that also opens the door for new opportunities mm-hmm. to come your way. So look at changing your mindset and get rid of these self-limiting beliefs and see what the future is that you want to have for yourself and go for it. Nice. I appreciate that. So I would like to say as we enter into this what I like to call the greatest holiday of the year. We're entering into this Thanksgiving season. Amen. It's um, and it shouldn't be this time of year, but here's a good time to kick it off. Be grateful. Yeah. Amen. I think sometimes we miss a lot of what we didn't get, but forget about things we didn't have to, you know, suffer through and go through. Um, we do outreach in the community, and I've shared it a few times. Like when you're helping somebody and blessing them with groceries, to see people shopping with the mindset of, all right, I got to figure out what I can get and what I'm going to have to put back. You know, the simple fact that you can make your list and go to the store, get what you need, that's something to be grateful for. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it, it may not always be, you know, pristine in every aspect of your life, but there's a lot of things you have that, that people would, you know, we kill to trade, get, yeah, you know. So places. I think we should, of course, we should always try to keep that mindset, but even as business owners, employees, and yes, we have our complaints. There, there are parts of business owner being a business owner that you don't like, but be grateful that you are. Be grateful that you know somebody bestowed an opportunity on you, or you took that opportunity. You know, hearing your story was very encouraging. That, um, you know, we just have to learn again to appreciate things and appreciate people. Like mm-hmm. you were saying, give it back. Yeah. And again, I appreciate you all. I, this is something that drives me to be a better person. And again, thank you for. I know you said playing devil's advocate, but you had a CEO's standpoint, and I appreciate you for that. So, again, everybody be grateful. You know, we're going into Thanksgiving. Take that time. You know, don't blow off that visit with the relative that, you know, you may not have it to next year. I share a story um, with people a lot of times that the last Thanksgiving we had with one of my uncles, we were all cutting up, and it was different because he was cutting up way more than he usually did. And in February, he was gone. So you never blow off these opportunities because they're getting fewer and fewer and far between. And this is something we talk about legacy. You know, one of these days, these people are only going to be memories, only going to be photographs. So be thankful for the time you have with them. Be grateful. Uh, I encourage each and every one of you to have a great week. And uh, we'll let Nishan close it out. Uh, One thing I'm going to say is dream big. I mean, you know, set your goals, whether they're short-term goals, whether they're long-term goals, uh, but take your time, uh, work on achieving the goals that you have set forth for yourself, put in the, in the process, dream big and go for, go for it. And, you know, don't, don't beat yourself up too hard, but take your time and, and, you know, be a vessel. And when I say that, you want to be open to, to, to get information from people. Mm-hmm. Don't close yourself off because that will keep you stagnant. That will not allow you to grow um, and fly the way you need to. Um, so, you know, be a vessel so that you're willing to and able to get that information that other people want to give and pass on to you. And once you have learned it, teach someone else. Because mm-hmm. there's right. always mm-hmm. going to be somebody else that's going to need to know what do I do or how do I do this? And you will be the perfect person to show them. Right. So thanks again for having me, guys. No, really thank, thank you. you for appreciate coming. You, yes. And on short notice, I appreciate you, my girlfriend, because thank you were you. willing to make the time in your schedule and, and have these conversations. It's so very, it means the world to me. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, you thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Love you, too. Real quickly. Thanks, guys. Oh, thank, thank you very much. Real quickly, share your information one more time. And CT and David, share your information as well. So I am on uh, Instagram under Mommy's Closet by Margot. Um, LLC um, on Facebook and my website is www.mommiesclosetbymargo.com where your shopping experience just got better. Check us out and uh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. All of you. Awesome, awesome. Well, you know, every time you want to think, talk, and look at your money, 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 money. You can go to the website, IamWealthyNow.com. Of course, I'm on Facebook, Davette Jones. On also my business page for Facebook, Who Taught You How to Be Broke? Which you can also buy the book, Who Taught You How to Be Broke? On the website, IamWealthyNow.com. Um, yeah, that is the way you're able to reach out to me directly. I usually don't usually do my Instagram or nothing like that. No. That that's all good. We appreciate you sharing. Up, when I get when she's I she's got so I many tips up, and tricks. I do. Y'all I need do. to speak to this lady. I'm looking. I'm looking. Yes, I'm looking. Oh, <laughs> uh, Fat Boy Knox eight six five on Instagram. Uh, Fat Boy Problems. You can find me on Facebook. Uh, the blog is Fat Boy Fat Boy Problems Knox dot blogspot dot com. Um, just check it out, man. I hope you enjoy it. Just having fun with it. But that fun's going to turn into something that is, well, it's already a passion for me because I love to eat. But now I get to talk about it a little more. So Speak it into existence and it yes. shall be. Yes, 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 yes. So you can, uh, you can get with me at brantley.myzija.com. You know, when you're ready, healthy shouldn't be hard. So let's all, you know, get 
to back to a plant-based lifestyle. I've been on it about two years and it's made a world of difference. Even my doctors are complimenting on me. But you can reach all of us on the Ramen Movement page. Uh, we're now on Instagram. We okay. have a Facebook page. Reach out to us. We're trying to grow our network. As always, the audio will be on Spotify, so be sure to check us out. Uh, share the link with someone favorite. Go back and listen to the older episodes. We feel like we've grown, and we'd love to just you know keep passing the information along. As you said, hopefully we can help somebody. You know, if we can help shorten the learning curve, that's what we aspire to do. So yeah. that being said, we appreciate everybody. Hope everybody had a great time. Good night, and we will see you on the next one. Peace.